for listening to episode 25 of the Pour the Pop podcast. On this episode, Hank and I get into a little bit of a SummerSlam review, and we chatted up on Facebook with some of our FTP community. Hope you enjoy it. What's popping, guys, gals, non-binary pals? It's your boy, OG Hank312 and the Intellectual Nerd. It's your boys. We're here for the pop, checking in this week. It's been a while. As you know, I'm here with my brother Nerd. Oh, brother Nerd, how you doing? How you feeling? How you living? I am L-I-V-I-N. I'm living, brother. Uh, I'm doing well. I am happy to be back talking with you, my friend. It has been a while since we've even had a chance to have a conversation. So I'm just, I'm just glad to be here. Yeah, a little, uh, little friendly note there. When you, when, when you speak loud, it sounds like it blows out your mics. All right, I'll, I, will, I will make an adjustment on that microphone then. I, I just know you're excited to chat. I'm so excited, and I can't hide it. I got you. But uh, but listen, there's a, there's a lot to talk about. There's a lot to talk about. You know, we got a lot to get into. We you do. know, I don't I don't know if we necessarily have to go over SummerSlam. We could talk about your high points or low points. I know uh, you have, have a little. Uh, I mean, I have the card open. Sure. Um, if you want to talk about like, I mean, you're right. You're absolutely right. There is a ton to talk about. I mean, um, since we've been away. Um, the Triple H era of creative. Say it right. Say it right. Pardon me. Say it right. The black and gold era of the WWE has. No, no you said since we've been away. Say it right. Since we've been gone. There it is. Um, since we've been gone, uh, the the black and gold era of uh, the WWE uh, has begun. Right. Uh, and that's dandy. Uh. I'm going to see if I can pop open this, uh, the, the chat here so I can uh, monitor that. If not, well, I, ha- I do have it open and I don't see anyone uh, chiming in yet. Okay. All right. Well, I, ha- I do have it open and I. Oh, rookie move. Listen, that it was on mute when I opened the, the live and then it turned the volume on. So it wasn't a rookie move. But I'll accept the blame on that one. But I, I, I'm actually open. I do have the live chat open this time. So um, as I was saying before, I rudely interrupted myself. Yeah. Since we've been gone, uh, Triple H has taken over creative. Um, and if you will remember, if you will, my in the last episode we had, I said my hot take for that week was that what was going on with one Vincent Kennedy McMahon was yes. going to be the end of him in the WWE. Mm. And, and since then the man retired. Um, now I'm not saying I made that happen. Wow. I'm just saying the writing was on the walls. Um, and you know what? At 77 years old, the man was out of touch. I don't even, let's not even get into all the other bullshit where he was in touch with things. Right. <laughs> But it was time for him, and yeah. I'm happy. I'm happy for for Stephanie because all everything you hear about Stephanie McMahon from from the talent and the people that work for the company, they absolutely love her. And people may not love Triple H, but they damn well respect him. Sure. And they were so so. If he makes a decision, people are going to respect that decision. I, I agree with that, and it, it's definitely a new era. Um... You know, we don't, we don't need to really, I, I don't know, you feel, you, the, the conversation goes where it goes, right? But I'll, I'll just say like, absolutely. you know, the whole Vince McMahon stuff, uh, you know, he did some scummy shit. Um, yeah, I mean, he's been doing it for years and we all know that right. he's been doing it but, and, he, and he got caught up. Yeah, yeah. But, but you know, I don't want to say but, uh, but with the, all that said, you know, like he, he did create this world we love, you know, uh, he's a scumbag. But he made listen, wrestling what it is today. Listen, okay. There is no way to deny the impact that he has had on professional wrestling. Right. You can't. You can't deny that. He created I, it, essentially. He, I mean, he destroyed he destroyed the territories and he he made the WWE basically the one-stop shop for everything professional wrestling. And he took right. it to a whole other level. Yeah. He took, he made this. He made a company that was a million dollar company into a billion dollar company. Multi billion dollar company. Right? And and you know, 
so I understand like that part of it, but that just because he did all of that, that doesn't take away from the fucking horrible things that he's done. Yeah, he doesn't get a free pass. Not at all. And and so and at 77 to have to be forced away from forced into retirement. Right. Uh it's not enough. It's not enough. Um, I I go back to a lot of like these are newer stories we're hearing. Um, like I actually never heard about that referee, the, the first female referee who, sure. who he apparently sexually assaulted. Right. Um, but I mean, th- there's there's more beyond his sexual harassment, his scumbaggery. What up, Jeremy Garcia, big boy in the house? What's up, big boy? Bro, we miss you. Haven't seen you in ages. Hope you're doing well, man. And I know we're recording this right before freelance or the freelance probably doors are open. Shows going on in probably about a half an hour. So I don't. About 45 minutes. About 45 minutes. All right. All right. Well, so I don't expect uh, too many of the of squad to pop in. But if, if they do, we welcome them. Uh, I hope every salute. Thank salute. you. Thank you. I hope everybody has a, a great time at freelance. It should be a great show. And I'll be watching that on IWTV uh, probably tomorrow at some point, but um, lost my try, train of thought. Well, yeah, I was talking, talking about, about Vinnie Mac and all the bad shit that he did. You know, there, we don't have to harp on it. Um, I think anybody who, who knows professional wrestling is a professional wrestling fan. You're aware of, of what, what, ha- what's happened in the past. Sure. Um <laughs> No, we are not at freelance. We are in the comforts of our own homes. Yeah, have, haven't been to freelance in a little bit, big boy. You know, uh, I went to go buy tickets two weeks ago, and all the seats were sold out. And it's a sold out show. Right. Well, they added like fifty chairs today or seats. Oh, whatever. oh, is that right? Yeah, but you know, you know, it, it, worked, out, it worked out really well because I, I've told you in there, my back is uh, really bothering me today, so. Being at a wrestling show would not have been uh, sitting on a folding chair for or or one of those uh, banquet chairs as they call mm-hmm. them. Uh, that's not exactly a comfortable thing. Mm-mm. Yeah. So anyway, so we've ushered in a new era uh, um, uh, with the WWE, um, and SummerSlam was the the first Triple H run pay per view. Now. Um, we don't know what direction I don't, I don't anticipate there being like super drastic changes. Right. Um, and you, you never know. Vinny Mac has still got his little puppeteering it's shit. Very, it's very possible, man. Uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't, I mean, what? honestly, it's really rare. Anything in wrestling shocks me. So I think us, right. So, I right. mean, would you be shocked if you found out, you know, tomorrow that Vince is still, you know, the puppet master essentially. No, I, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll give you a number, 51%. Right. You know what that is? That's how much you own. That's how much of the company he owns, the company stock. He owns 51% of that. Sure. You can't take that away from him. Right. So like it or not, he's he's got 51% of any fucking vote, period. Yeah. Like he's not supposed to be involved in shit, but his daughter is running the company. His his son-in-law is ahead of creative right now. Now I'm I'm still uh kind of in a in a I'm hoping for the benefit of giving them the benefit of the doubt because I have seen some interesting changes that I don't think Mr. McMahon would have put in place. Right. And one of those was those occurred within the first 20 minutes of the SummerSlam pay-per-view. Or excuse me. Premium live events. Thumbathlam. The Thumbathlam. So at the Thumbathlam, after Bianca Belair defended her title against the man, Becky Lynch, yeah. he had the return of Henry's favorite cakes. My Bailey. <laughs> so Bailey returned to quite the 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 pop. Right. And then. Very, very unexpectedly, Dakota Kai and Eero, excuse Eo Sky, Eo Sky uh, joined her out there, which apparently they are a new faction. Um, so just the fact that Dakota Kai 
is back in the fold with the company and on the main roster. Um, and EO Sky, um, who is married to Evil, is he she married to Evil in Japan? Well, I'm not sure. I think so. Yeah, I think it's I think that's her husband. All everything that all all signs were pointing to her letting her contract run out and moving back to Japan so she could spend more time with her husband. And now all of a sudden she's on the main roster in in a, a faction with Bailey and uh, and a returning Dakota Kai. Right, it's a plot twist. But yeah, that was definitely for me. That was definitely one of the highlights of uh, you know I, I got caught up on on the highlights because I, I felt like that started off strong. You know, I was talking to my cousin earlier today. Uh, I know SummerSlam was two weeks ago, so, you know, everyone and their mothers already talked about it, but, you know, I'll just give my two cents and, and talk. It was a week ago, yeah, it was a week ago from yesterday. Oh, geez. I mean, was, I mean from tomorrow. Oh, it was only a week ago. Yeah. Man, the wrestling time is different, because that feels like two <laughs> weeks ago to me, brother. But uh, you're It was right. just you're, last Saturday, dude. You're not wrong. You're No, not. but you are right, because first off, there was a ton of wrestling that weekend. Right. And we've had a ton of wrestling since then. Right. So, but, uh. But yeah, I also like my cousin Rob. Um, you know, I, I really like the way SummerSlam was bookended. Uh, they started off hot with mm-hmm. Bianca and uh, Becky, and then the returns. You know, you had some good stuff in the middle to you know get us to the main event, and that main event was something. You know, they they brought the heat, man. They 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 Brock was really on his cowboy shit. That was that was some bonkers stuff. Yeah, that was really some bonkers stuff. Um, just athletically Roman Reigns managing to be in the ring while the tractor was lifting it up and then to just casually roll down the ring and out safely. Right. Um, incredible. It was incredible. And it was something like, I, I couldn't believe my eyes. I, and, and here's the thing I, I watched most, I actually, I fully digested SummerSlam in a, a viewing on, on this past Monday. So um, I knew most of what was going to happen, or at least a lot of the high points of what was going to happen. And that vision of the ring being one corner of it being up in the air like that, even knowing that it was going to happen was so incredible. I still popped. Right. Um, That was, I mean, none of us have seen anything like that in wrestling ever. No, no, that was, that was wild to see. Uh, Yeah. you know, that's, it was awesome. It was awesome. And also another thing that uh, what really stood out to me for SummerSlam, as I mentioned it in our chat, but I was saying it with my cousin today also, um, the commentary. Michael Cole was like, he was in his bag. He, he was he was doing his thing. Like he it just, I don't know, he seemed refreshed. He was, I don't know. I just, I just felt like oh. it was a different Michael Cole. And obviously I think the, the thing there is that he didn't have someone screaming in his ear, right? I was so. literally just going to say he's off the leash. Right, you know, right. He's, he's off the leash. He's He doesn't have someone screaming what point needs to be driven home. Because Michael Cole, like him or hate him, Michael Cole is a professional broadcaster. He is excellent at what he does. Right. He And, and there's, there's a reason why he's been there as long as he has. Like, like it or not, that guy, as much as, like, Yes, JR is the voice of wrestling in a lot of people's heads, but so is Michael Cole. Mm-hmm. Listen, Michael Cole's been around 20 years and he's been doing it very well. And where's his 20 year celebration? For real, bro. For real. But so one stinker, not stinker, but something for Somerset that made me kind of like raise an eyebrow was just like, why have that Seth Rollins and Riddle moment? If they're not going to have the match, like I literally, because like I said, I was watching it on a replay. Right. Missed it. Oh, I missed okay. it because I, I, sc- I went right through it. Right. Okay. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I, he, Seth Rollins tweeted out the day of SummerSlam. Yeah. He tweeted that like, he was upset that, that like, like he didn't have a match. I don't remember all the wording and all, all that stuff, but Triple H responded to that tweet with, I hear you. Right. And I think a lot of us were assuming that that meant that Seth was going to have a match at SummerSlam. Right. And it opened up a ton of speculation. And you know what? That's what us marks do. We speculate. So 
I think a ton of people got their hopes up that that we were going to get a returning Johnny Gargano. Yeah. Uh, that was the number one thing that I heard. There were a lot of people like like calling for like Karrion Cross and like because I don't know just weird shit right, out right, 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 on right. on the interwebs. So, but you know, obviously with with Triple H being in in, in creative control, there it does open the door, and that did happen on on last Saturday. There were people that there, there were people that returned that we thought were probably out of the company. One person who was definitely out of the company, Dakota Kai, right? Yeah, and and uh, Monday, apparently they've come to terms with uh, with Sasha and Naomi to come back to the company. They they may be back right now. Who knows? Yeah, we're not watching. Uh, we're not watching the SmackDown. Give me a second. We may be no spoilers, bro. No spoilers. No spoilers. No, no. Hold on. Let's see. Let's see if we can log in. Uh, this is not a hot take. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Logan Paul can fucking go, dude. Dude, Logan Paul. I hate the guy. Not that I hate the guy. I just dislike the guy. He's annoying. He's annoying. But he's two for two matches right now in my book. He's like, what? what is it? Uh, uh, what's the term? A fish to water? Sure. Is that the ter- like, he just, he's a natural. Right. I, now, I'm sure he's put in, one of the things that bothered me about that, the, the Mania match, uh-huh. and I know he was being, what up, Justin? How's it going, sir? Um, one of the things that bothered me after Mania is he did an interview, and he said that he did that without training. Hmm. And that bothered me because bullshit. Nobody gets into a ring and looks that good without having training. I agree. What up, Justin? So that bothered me. But since then, he's like, oh, I've been busting my because because now he's trying to be a face, trying to be a baby face. He's been talking, oh, I've been busting my ass, all that kind of shit. Right. Guy's a natural heel. It didn't make it doesn't make sense. Like I understand that, like putting him in a position in in a match with the Miz, the Miz is gonna be Miz is gonna protect him. Yeah, which is why that Mania match where they were tag team partners made a lot of sense. Um, and putting him in a match with the Miz, that's a safe bet as well. But he's a natural heel, and the crowd can't stand him. So hey, shout out to the Miz for being a pro where they trust him with all that stuff. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of shit that gets talked uh, talked about the Miz. Um, actually, did you sidebar? Did you listen to the Renee Paquette? Uh, listen to it today. So good, my man. So good. Hey, um, the, Danielson and Renee have a great chemistry. They do. At least I think they do. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Justin said the same thing. I agree. Nerd Paul is a natural heel because he's widely disliked. Yeah, it's right. it's true. But um, I, uh, Brian just talking about like that that was the smack talk. The talking smack. Talking smack. Thank you. Uh, I'm old. Uh, talking smack. That. Oh, that's in my back. Same. <laughs> that infamous episode uh, where where uh, Daniel Bryan walked off 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 of uh, off the set off the set um and how they had planned it and the thing that i liked the most about it was that brian said he's like i don't like the miz right he's like i don't like him but i respect him yeah and i think that there are a lot of people that feel the exact same way about him because it's hard you at this point he's done too fucking much in this in this business to not respect his hustle yeah I mean, uh, the artist formerly known as Dean Ambrose said it years ago. He goes, when are we going to stop pretending that the Miz isn't a Hall of Famer? Oh, 100% he is. And this is like five years ago. Right. You know, like, yeah, love him or hate him. The Miz is great. Yeah. You might, you might not like his shtick because, and, and he sticks to his shtick. Right. Um, I'm not a big fan. You know who I like? I like Michael Mizanin. Is that how? Mizanin. Michael Mizanin. I like Michael Mizanin. I like uh, Miz and Mrs. I like that show. I know it's scripted. I know it's not a real show, but I like the character he plays in that show. Right. And he's and he's not that far away from that when he's wrestling. Right. No. I but he's just he's you're you're he does a good job because you're not meant like that's the whole thing. 
When someone is portraying a heel in wrestling, you're not meant to like them. If they're getting booed, they're doing their fucking job. I agree. I, I wholeheartedly agree. But uh, How many times have we gone to wrestling shows with, and, and I'm not, I'm a, oh, we're biz guys or anything fucking stupid like that. I'm just saying, we go to a lot of Chicago wrestling shows, and so we get to know some of the talent fairly well. At least in passing, they know who we are. We've had some of them on our on our uh, 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 let's talk about wrestling. What up, Fish? When, hey, um, so when someone is portraying a heel, they want the fucking heat. Yeah, they don't want you to sit there and be like, "Hey, you're so good. <laughs> you're great at this." Right? No, you're 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 not wrong. Yeah, I mean, I. I you're absolutely not wrong. Um, what, what was your so watching it back? Like, what was your biggest takeaway from SummerSlam? Like, what did you really enjoy from it? Um, I mean, it was it, I overall I thought it was a really strong live event. Yeah. Um, and and uh, and then follow that up with Raw, which was also really strong. Can Can I interrupt for a second? Do you, absolutely. I let me rephrase it like this. Do you think SummerSlam lived up to the hype of it being the second biggest pay-per-view of the year for WWE? I think it took a, a step in the right direction of of making it that again. Okay. I, 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 I'm not going to say that that was like, listen, we've, I feel like we've been through a dark era in, in the WWE. And I, I kind of see a light at the end of the tunnel, and I'm not sure if it's a train. Right. <laughs> but but I'm optimistic for the first time in a long time. And I'm not the only one. Right. I'm, I'm really in the, the people that I've talked to, the, the, the reactions that I've seen is people are optimistic. And I think it's, it's like kind of what we've been waiting for. We've talked about this for a long time. We didn't know if it was going to happen or not, but oh man, wait until Triple H takes over the company. And right. he's, no, he's not the CEO, but he's the head of creative. Right. And that's, like that's a lot of power. That's a lot of power. And like, you know, I haven't listened to the interview that he gave where he talked about Vince and stepping into some big shoes and all of that. Um, and, and I, and I do feel like triple H is going to do what he did. Not the same thing as what he did to NXT, but I think in the background, he's going to do the same thing. So he's going to surround himself with people that he trusts yeah. and that he knows will, will get the job done. Right. So, and, and I hope that that leads to more creative storylines. Yeah. And, and like, uh, if I could talk about Raw just for just a second. Let's do it. Um, I saw literally one of my favorite exchange of moves in wrestling history. I think I know what you're talking about. But... On, on Monday night. And we, being from Chicago... Being freelance underground, uh, uh, freelance, excuse me, freelance wrestling and freelance underground fans, we are very familiar with Mustafa Ali. We love Ali. Ali Bumbaye. Uh, he's our guy. And he has gotten the raw end of the fucking stick forever since he signed the, with the WWE. He's been slapped with bad creative, uh, um, been put in weird positions. Um, and I'm not saying that that's changing, although I know for a fact that that guy can wrestle rings around a ton of fucking people. And in that match that he had with the Miz and AJ Styles, he hung with them and he elevated their game. Oh my God. Yeah. He did a fucking 450 off the top rope, landed on Miz and smoothly went right into a fucking Styles slam, 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 sorry. Styles clash. Right. Seamlessly. That, that was one of the dopest sequences in it, forever. It blew my mind. Right. It absolutely blew my mind. It was a video game move right there. It, it literally was. It, it was like, it was as if they were like, it was a tag team video game move. Right. It was okay. seamless. And, and we know how talented that guy is. So it was just amazing to get to see him do his thing. Yeah, and I mean, you 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 put together, you throw in a pro like The Miz, right? He's, for all intents and purposes, you know, you, you kind of relate him to one of our local favorites, uh, Gringo Local, right? Like, 
Yeah. He's Miz has proven to be a great base. Miz can take he can take the punishment and make it look good and, and make the people safe. So you, you add a guy like that into into a, a ring with this ring general like AJ Styles, and then with the smoothest cat, one of the smoothest cats in the game with Ali. I mean, yeah. you just had a recipe for for fantasticness, and that ending delivered like chef kiss. I also I also saw people saying that like I don't like the term that's being used, but like they feel like AJ Styles has been neutered in the WWE, right? And now they feel you, like defi- you definitely saw a different like anybody familiar with his pre WWE career. There was a little bit more of that AJ Styles yeah. uh, in that match. Let me right. get to a let me get to a, a comment here. Uh, Justin said uh, it was from it was from what I saw. I'm actually watching WWE again. I watched Raw and now I'm watching SmackDown. I haven't done that in at least a year. I think nice. Triple H being head of creative was a great move. With that change, I definitely want to see what the future holds. <laughs> and Glenn, Glenn, of course, he says hate AJ Styles WWE recently. <laughs> well, well, recently, I mean, you know, a, no hate on AJ's run with WWE, right? Because everyone gets their turn. And AJ definitely had a hell of a run a few years back, you know, being the face of SmackDown, WWE champ having bangers. You know, he fought Lesnar. He fought Cena. He he fought all the big names. I, so, believe, he's, I believe he's a triple crown champion. He probably is. I don't know. So AJ's had a phenomenal... <laughs> No pun intended. He's had a phenomenal, I, I promise I didn't do that on purpose. He's had a phenomenal career in WWE. He's actually been in WWE longer than he ever was in TNA. Um, That's wild to me. Right. And it's longer than The Rock was in WWE. Right. So. Um, That's pretty you know, wild as well. He's an older guy, so he did the veteran thing. You know, he took a step back. You know, he he helped uh, shine up uh, almost. You know, he, he did the little tag team thing. But now I think with, especially with the injuries, you know, Triple H knows that AJ is a plug and plug and play guy. He, 100%. Like, All right, go out there and fucking be phenomenal. So, you know, you know, love, Fish loves a uh, little TNA chance. Yeah, I, I just wanted to, I wanted to confirm that absolutely, yeah, AJ Styles is a, a triple crown champion. Um, he, he was, uh, he wasn't the last one to do it. Biggie was the last one to do it, but uh, AJ was prior to that. Uh, no, TNA, TNA. Come on, fish, grow up. Nobody wants to talk about no, you know what TNA stands for. Right. But <laughs> um, what do, what do I want to what do I want to mention? Uh, fish, you should come out to GCW at the Labor Day weekend. Come out for uh, war games. It should be awesome. AJ Styles is a triple crown and Grand Slam champion. Beautiful. Thank you, Justin. Justin, the intern's intern. I know we've been talking. I know we've been talking WWE, but bro, two weeks, two weeks from tomorrow at the Showboat Casino in New oh, Jersey. Effie versus Mox. Yes! Holy oh, shit! When I saw that, I knew you were going to love that. That's amazing. Fuck, That's amazing. That. Have you, do you, do you catch those clips of Effie on TikTok? Yes. Uh, about F- Weekends of Effie? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I've caught a few of them. Yeah, he, he just cut one on, uh, or he had one on uh, talking about that match. Oh, did he? Perfect. Yeah. Oh, it's you, crazy. You, so, it, it's funny because, like, I, sometimes I feel like Effie just gets stigma as you know this fabulous like fabulous, and I mean it like you know in, in the you can you can you can say wrestler. it like he's the gay wrestler, right? Exactly. But I mean, I'm not saying he's the greatest technician, but he is really capable in the ring. Like, and he's good in the ring. It's remember- but it's the thing. It's it's wrestler. I don't want to say like I don't want to put. I don't want to like define like, Oh, wrestler first, whatever. Like it's, it's, he's Effie. He's the whole fucking package. Right. And I, and we have seen him have extraordinary matches, you know, and like this, this match brings me back to the first time I ever met Effie. Like I didn't really, I I never met him, but I I met him because I was working with GCW for their first Mm -hmm. uh, two cup stuff. And it was going to be Effie versus Nick Gage. 
you know? And just kind of in the back, I saw Effie kind of getting ready and like, we kind of just hit it off. I, I mean, we're very friendly when he comes to town, you know, we're cool. But, uh, you know, I just seen him and I was just like, I, I could see the mindset he was getting into. I'm like, I'm like, yo, you ready? He's like, oh yeah, baby. He goes, I'm ready. And he was, so we're, we're going to talk about, he's like, you know, I'm tonight I'm going to prove like I can fucking hang with anybody. And like, I just remember him like, after the match, I got a picture of like him all bloody at his back. And he's just like, goes, oh, that was fucking great. He goes, you know, he, he wanted to prove that he can do it, you know? And, and I'm here to say Effie's got nothing to prove. He doesn't. He has nothing to prove. Um, he's, he is arguably the top independent wrestler in, in the country. He's a draw. He, $41 million. You can book him. <laughs> He is the draw. Um, no, he's just, he's great. I can't wait for that. I really can't. Um, they're going to, I think they're going to pull something special out of each other. I, I, and, I don't, I and I mean that figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I definitely think so. Uh, I'm really intrigued about war games. I don't know where they're going to go with it. Like I know last year it was easy to say, you know, uh, four 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 zero. You know, a lot of those guys have left the company. Well, all those guys have left the company. Uh, Being that uh, one Mister William Regal works for AEW now, I mean, can can Brett afford to uh, have him come into Chicago to say, oh, well, he'll be in Chicago anyways. Yeah, they definitely will. They're all going to be war there. Games. <laughs> war games. Yeah, dude, that's a. Uh, I don't know, but I just, uh, tell me you wouldn't get the chills if he was there. Are you kidding me, dude? That'd be insane. I'm I'm already thinking about what a weekend that's gonna be like. They would announce the Briscoes are gonna be there. Fucking BLPs bringing in Ernest the Cat Miller. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> Ernest Miller, baby, he's coming back. Like I know, uh, for Effie's Big Gay Brunch, they announced Taya Valkyrie's gonna be there. So that's awesome. Shit. Why why they gotta run that on the day of all out? Like why? That's <laughs> but yeah, they, they announced Taya. I was like, oh okay, that's that's that's, and, that's and I just literally I just finished uh listening to her conversation with Renee. Renee's been getting some great content. Oh, yeah. Uh you know, I guess the Renee Paquette uh the sessions is becoming my busted open radio. <laughs> Oh, dude, I, I couldn't I couldn't tell you the last time I listened to Bust It Open. Like just, but I've never I've never heard an interview with Taya before, and it was really interesting to get her yeah. background. Yeah. I actually, you know what? I lie. I listened to Bust It Open this morning. <laughs> I, I, I had it uh uh DJ Neurotic, it was after his FTD dance party that he does on Kiss FM every Friday morning. Um uh, most personal friend of the show, DJ Neurotic. Most personal friend. Uh, and then I was like, you know what? Let me see what's on XM. And then I saw his stuff was on commercials. Like, let me check out Busted Open. And I heard Thunder Rosa giving up a fired up promo. Like, she like she was crying. She was so fired up. Like, because she gets a lot of flack from the fans about like, oh, she's too stiff, and that's why she got that shirt, the sandbagging, and this and that. And she's just like, she's passionate about wrestling. We know that. We know her uh, close personal friend, right? We we joke about that, but we she, joke. She, we joke. She, is, uh, but, she is a friend of ours. But she is a fucking amazing person. She's just yeah, an amazing she cares. person. She yeah, cares. absolutely. She she one hundred percent cares. She cares about her fans. That's why we joke and say like close personal friend. But that's how she makes you feel. Right. Every and it's not me and it's not you. Well, it's probably you. But it's not me. It's not like it's everybody gets that treatment from her. Right. Everybody gets treated special when when they go and have a moment with her. 100%. Yeah. Basically. She doesn't rush you. She takes her time. She shares she shares with you. It's amazing. It's absolutely yeah. amazing. You know, she she's excellent with, with the people and you know, you want to reciprocate that love. So, you know, she she's the AEW Women's Champ. Love Thunder Rosa. Yeah, so do we, Glenn. Indeed, indeed. Yeah. And and uh I, you know, I'm such a you know how much I, I love uh, Tony Storm. So Thunderstorm, oh, that's, oh, God. Look like the year, baby. <laughs> just fucking please give them, just just have women's tag team championships already. Yeah. So 
Uh, so speaking of AEW, uh, anything catch your eye lately there? Anything I mean, they, to report back? they've added the the uh, trios belts, which yeah, yeah. we all kind of knew that was coming. Yeah, um, I think that's, that's handcrafted for the for the elite, but for well, it looks like maybe for the Bucks and the the Bucks. Hangman. Yeah. Uh, after Wednesday, you know, I, I mean, I, do you not see a, a a finals of that tournament with uh, yeah undisputed elite versus the re, the 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 real elite with Hangman? My my only problem with that is you have some incredible trios that could really use that shine, and it's right. going to go to the people who are already main eventers. Yeah, no, no, that's true. And that's and that's a common thing that we talk about with AEW is their booking is very predictable. And it's not that WWE isn't predictable either, especially when they book the same matches over and over and over and over again. Right. Um, but a lot of the times you know who's gonna win a match just by seeing, oh, you're like, okay. The graphic. Yeah, you're like, really oh, okay. Like like a, a few, I don't know. It was probably like a month or two ago at this point, but I, I go back to uh, Penta versus Ambrose. Right. Oh no, excuse me. It was Penta versus Punk, and it was yeah. supposed to be. It was supposed to be for that number one rank. So it was prior to Punk winning the belt. Right. And there wasn't a person that I talked to that wasn't like, "Well, Punk is going to win that match. So what's the point?" Mm, right. And that was, but. Now, to that be said, it was a good fucking match. So, are you like, what are you watching wrestling for? Are you watching wrestling for the good fucking wrestling? Or are you, because I'm sorry, like, watch AEW. AEW has very few stinkers. Sure. The matches are almost always good. The storytelling, maybe not so much. Oh, but maybe, yeah, you know, Tony Khan took some steps, I think, in the right direction. He's bringing more people into the creative process. He right. made an announcement this week about that. Yeah. You, um, you think that's a that's a reactionary move right there to uh, the new change of creative on the other side? Well, it's possible because Tony's pretty petty. Yes. Um, he's the new kid in town, and so he's he'll take a swipe wherever he can. He sure uh, you know, you know, as soon as Vince retired, he said, oh, I'm the longest tenured CEO of a wrestling promotion or whatever. That was really petty, um, you know, because guess what? The reason why you have a passion for wrestling, I guarantee 99.9% of it is because of Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Sure. So, you know, unless like you just sit down at a fucking you sit down with me and tell me about the fucking territories. Right. How old is Tony Khan? In his 30s? Got to be, yeah. Exactly. So he loves wrestling because of Vince McMahon. How old is Tony Khan? 39. Yeah. He's literally my age. Yeah. So. You remember all them territories, Henry? (laughs) Yeah, you know, the old. (laughs) Listen, I I am freaking 45. I don't remember them, okay? Like, I don't. Peach wrestling. You know what's funny? I saw I saw a, a clip of an article today, and maybe I read a fake article. I don't know, but there was a someone had asked uh, Shad Khan about you know, you know his uh, his investments and stuff like that. And I think so. Someone mentioned like Tony Khan doing AEW, and he's just like, yeah. He goes, you know, when I pass away, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give. When I pass away, I'm gonna leave a bunch of money to my kids. They might as well blow it now. So that was his thinking when he gave Tony the money for AEW. But, you know, I mean, I think, like, I don't think they're profitable yet. No. But I think they will be if they stay on the right track. Yeah, and that's not a, it's not a, that's not a shot. They're, they're a startup company. Yeah. Most startup companies aren't profitable until year three or four. Right. So, like. And a lot take, like, a decade. Yeah. So, I mean, they're on pace for that, like. So absolutely no no hate on that like yeah no I, I I've if, got if I had a few billion dollars laying around I'd start a company and I'd say mother f you guys if y'all are haters <laughs> you get a pile of cocaine yeah and <laughs> you guys gonna be real mad when Kylie Ray's my everything champion <laughs> she's the men and women's champion Henry you can't book her in every match <laughs> watch me. 
can, you know. Hey, listen, you said forty-one million for Effie. You can get Effie too. Forty, yeah, forty-one million. That's that's. Hey, you got billions, bro. Come on, brother. If I would have won that Mega Million, someone on Displays won it. Yeah, yeah, someone. <laughs> brother, let me tell you, if I would have won that Mega Millions, we wouldn't be doing this show tonight. We'd. <laughs> we'd be doing something but i don't know but just, just nerd just know that you're in the circle of the people i definitely would have taken care of i mean it's obviously it's by proxy because of the intern but <laughs> come on i gotta bring you up just to bring it down <laughs> hey man listen i ride your your coattails and i ride my wife's coattails <laughs> i know i know good i know the right people to hold on to their coattails i know good tails <laughs> Oh man! Well, that too. <laughs> but, gross, you guys. That's gross, you guys. Um, but yeah, man. You know, I'm. You know, I've been in a lull for wrestling lately. Right. I'm. I'm intrigued again, like Justin is with the Triple H era. Like, I'm. I'm excited to go back and watch SmackDown later. Yeah. Uh, I do want to watch. Got, like they, I think they had a two point seven on Monday. Yeah, that was the biggest one in a long time. Yes. Justin, yes, I could get Sasha. You know, I just, you know, I just, for Sasha, I would just finally bring the bit full circle. I just <laughs> send her a walkie-talkie. I'd bring it full circle. That'd be the payoff that nobody knew they wanted. It would be, it would be so fucking such a deep cut. Like, no one would understand. It's just like, they'd see a little walkie-talkie and you crawling through razor blades. <laughs> Ow. Ow. Ow! And then just hear. <laughs> Title of the video: If you know, you know. That's it, man. Deep cuts. Let me ask you this: You paying that seventy-three-year-old uh, Ric Flair to come in and kiss his daughter? <laughs> oh my God, no! I'm paying him to retire to stay away. Hey, he did retire. He had his last match this past weekend. He's gonna have his last match again this this uh, upcoming weekend. Oh my God! Justin gets it. The return of the walkie-talkie. Yes, that's <laughs> uh, a that's a Hank deep cut. It, that goes with the old "you up" tweets. Indeed, indeed, the good old WTAR. We were such youths. Us, us youthful guys, <laughs> man. Um, but what else? Anything else? Uh, anything else gonna get? Be, be, honestly, so f- full full disclosure here. I do want to wrap us up a little bit. It's going to be about an hour. Uh, I, I, my back is hurting. Uh, just kind of sitting like this is a little uncomfortable. Uh, but also, you know, yes, I do want to watch Freelance. Yes, I will watch SmackDown. But my biggest thing is my back is not comfortable. Um, but anything, like, what else, like, I'm trying to think. Like, I'm super stoked that Bailey's back. I thought she was looking in her prime. She's ready to go. Physically, you know, not in perverted. Yeah, no, no, no. I, I can't wait to. See, I can't wait to see her back in the ring. Um, I'm interested to see the direction of the, of that faction in general. I'm also interested to see where they go now that now that Becky, unfortunately, Becky is injured. Yeah, um, separated. Right? Out, yeah, I think she'll probably be out for about ten months. No um, way. Yeah, that's what I was hearing. Um, oh shit. Good for good for her. She gets to spend some more time with her baby girl. Bad for her. She's missing out on all that time. But I'm interested to see. Wow. Where they're going to go with Bianca because I mean, I assume they're headed towards a Bailey Bianca feud. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, we've also seen that. Like, they're, they need to start going in new directions with. I saw, I saw, I saw a little, uh, you know, just a little in, internet fan theory. Yeah. You know, Bailey, EO, and Dakota Kai versus Bianca, Sasha, and Naomi. I saw that. <laughs> And, and and I popped for it because Same. that would be amazing. And here, I'm hoping my little Mark brain, now that Triple H is kind of like, you know, he's running, you know, creative, mm-hmm. we get an actual Survivor Series again, like teams. So, like, imagine if there's, like, Team Bianca and she's got Sasha and Naomi and I don't know whoever else in there. Yeah. Like, no, because you know what? Because it became... Some uh, Survivor Series has become a second night of champions, basically. Yeah. With an extra that five man, five on five, the the women's and the men's 
to, to right. boot. but I am absolutely 100% in agreement with you. The old survivor series where they were basically taking grudges and building like, dude, just the back stories of like, I don't think like, I'm going to be goofy here. Hillbilly Jim walking around the locker room, trying to get people to join his team. Yeah. Because Brother, I got beef with this guy over here, and he's putting together a team to whoop my ass, and I need to put together a team to whoop his ass. Right. Like, it was it was fun. Right. It was fun. Like, can, can you imagine, like, something goofy? Like, it, it's probably not thinking – I'm not saying it out loud. It doesn't sound the best. But, like, if you have a team McAfee versus a team Corbin, you know, McAfee brings in maybe, like, some NFL player. Maybe he brings Gronk back, and oh, it's no. horrible. But it'll be entertaining, like. No, he just has all celebrities on his. Right. So he has Logan Paul. He got Bad Bunny. Ooh, like, let's yeah. go. You have Bad Bunny. <laughs> hey, listen, man, Logan Paul, Bad Bunny, future champions, brother. Future tag team champions. <laughs> Logan Paul is a better wrestler than Dominic Mysterio. Change my mind. More entertaining. More entertaining. Hey, listen, Dominic Mysterio belongs in NXT. Yeah. He should be getting developed because he has, he should have gotten the same treatment that Charlotte Flair got. Right. Yes. He has the pedigree. Okay. He has that pedigree coming from a bloodline of luchadors, but he's not ready to hang with the big boys yet. I wonder if he's being held back because he's in the father of his shadow, the, the shadow of his father. Or is he really just not – well, he's probably just not ready because even Ray said he didn't think that Dom was ready, right? Yeah, I mean, I under, I can understand that, um, you know, they're, they're like Vince throwing at him like, hey, listen, we'll bring your kid in. You guys can tag together. Eventually, we'll make you tag team champions. Right. You'll have right. that run with him. Yeah, that's hard to turn down. Dude, I completely understand that. But it went 100% against what – what Ray wanted. Ray wanted to make sure that when Dominic stepped in the ring, specifically in WWE, that, and I'm not saying that, that Dominic is, is, is ruining the name Mysterio. Like that, that it's a, we're a far cry from that, but he's just not ready. He's just not ready. I I agree with that. Like, he's just like, I don't know. I, 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 I see him compared to like other people and it's just like, He's 100% in the spot because of his father, which, shout out nepotism, man. Sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Hell yeah. I'm Randy Orton got put into the position he got in, put in because of his daddy, and look at that. Started, so did Charlotte Flair, and look at that. Right, right. You're, 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 you they're, they're, they are all-time great first ballot Hall of Famers. So is Stephanie uh, McMahon. <laughs> yes. Where's the lie? No, it's true. <laughs> she grew up in the company, dude. Like she just like, like. But again, I, you know, from whatever, from everything I hear, she is a wonderful person. Oh no doubt, no doubt. How she came from that stock, I'll never know. But we we yeah, <laughs> we got a. We're we're gonna hit a wrestling show in a few weeks, Labor Day weekend, that Thursday night. I'm looking forward to that. It should be. AAW, AAW making our return, making our return to AAW. More than anything, go uh, kind of support our boy uh, Gringo Local. I feel like I haven't seen him in a while uh, perform. So, right. you know, I you know they got Josh Alexander in the card, Billy Starks, Gringo Loco, Billy Tista, <laughs> uh, and some other people who at the at the moment I don't remember honestly. But no, I I I've never walked away from an AAW show going like. That show sucked. Like it, they always put on good shows. Yeah, yeah. Regardless of of the talent. So yeah. So looking forward to that. You know, yes. we got uh freelance tonight, freelance underground's coming up, I think next weekend. So you might be right. Yeah, it's a uh, wrestling, and then we're gonna get right into Labor Day weekend, which is gonna be all the wrestling nonstop. We're gonna have uh oh. What was that? I'm just thinking about Labor Day weekend. Oh, okay. Like, oh. <laughs> what did you see? What did you hear? No, I'm just like, we're going, we're, I, I'm going to two shows in four days. Like, wow. What shows are you going to? Well, we're going to AAW. 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's the Thursday. True, true. And then Sunday is uh, is is all out. Yeah. You know, if you want if you want to come to the GCW shows, I know a guy who can leave the back door open for you, you know. I mean that war game sounds uh, interesting. Hold on. Breaking news as as first respond reported by PWInsider.com. AAW Pro signs exclusive streaming deals with High Spots TV. I mean, really? <laughs> I've never watched uh, that. So, I, man, I thought I thought we were getting a AAEW on HBO Max. Yeah, maybe. Wasn't that something that we were going to try to do? There was some dis- discussion about it. Something stupid like that. No. Well, listen, bro- brother, I know your back is hurting. I actually have company right now. Oh. Uh, uh, my, my nephew and uh, my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law are over. Uh, I haven't had the opportunity to spend too much time with them, so I'm going to go and, and, and holler at them. Uh, so let, let me, uh, let, let's close this one out. Take us home. As Kirby's bringing us home, you take us home. All right, everybody. This has been episode 25 of the For the Pop podcast with your hosts, Hank312. That's me. And Incidental Nerd. That's him. That is me. And guess what, guys? We've enjoyed our time. Thanks for everybody that's listened, everybody that's listening at home now as we're coming through your ear holes. That sounded way dirtier than it was meant to be be sounding. But anyways, listen, guys, until next time, y'all be good to one another. Take care. Toodles. Hi, Justin. This has been a For the Pop production featuring OG Hank 312 and Incidental Nerd. If you like what you've been listening to, we'd appreciate a like or a follow. We can also be found on most social media outlets as For the Pop Pod. Check us out for additional content. As always, thanks for listening and be kind to one.